welcome to Capturing Calm. I'm Ellie McDonald, a mindful nature photographer currently studying for my master's degree in mindfulness and compassion at the University of Aberdeen. I am delighted to have you join me again as we embark on a journey where photography meets mindfulness. Whether you're an experienced photographer, a mindfulness practitioner, or just curious about either of those, this episode is your doorway into a world where every click of the shutter is a step into presence and awareness. In today's episode, we're going to be looking into the enriching practice of integrating mindfulness into the editing and post-processing stages of photography, with a special focus on using Adobe Lightroom. This journey explores how mindfulness can transform our approach to photography beyond the camera. We'll discuss the importance of being present and intentional during the editing process and how this approach can profoundly impact not only the quality of our work, but also our personal satisfaction and creative expression. We'll also cover practical tips for cultivating a regular practice of mindfulness during editing, the psychological benefits of the practice and balancing technical skill with emotional and artistic expression. So let's embark on this enlightening journey together and discover how to bring mindfulness into our editing process. So transitioning from mindful shooting to mindful editing and photography is a process that involves carrying the same level of awareness, intention and presence from the field into the editing room. And I've put together some strategies that will help you make this transition a little more smoothly. First of all, reflect on your shooting experience. So before you start editing, take a moment to recall the mindset and feelings you had during the shoot. What was your intention? What emotions or stories were you trying to capture? And this really helps to set the tone for your editing session. Next, create a conducive environment. So what I mean by that is just as you might seek a peaceful environment for shooting, create a similar space for editing. And this could mean a quiet room, comfortable seating, maybe some ambient music or sounds that can really foster that concentration and calmness. Begin with a mindful practice. Engage in a really short mindfulness exercise before starting the editing process. This could be a few minutes of deep breathing, a brief meditation. You can use apps for guided meditations or simply sitting quietly and centering yourself, grounding yourself in the moment. This will clear your mind and really focus your attention on the editing task at hand. Review images with intention. So as you go through your images, do it slowly, do it deliberately. Pay attention to your reactions with each image. Which ones resonate with the original intention you had while you were shooting? This really helps you to select the images that really speak to your mindful experience. This is how I whittle down maybe 100 photos into 10 photos that I want to edit. Edit with purpose as well. During editing, continuously ask yourself if the adjustments that you're making align with the story or emotion you intend to convey. And we'll go through this in more detail later on in the episode. So each action, whether that's cropping, adjusting exposure, playing with colors, it should be a conscious decision that enhances your message. Avoid over-editing as well. And this is something else I'm going to go into later on. The goal is to enhance your photo while staying true to the essence of the moment that you captured. So over manipulating it can sometimes lead to like losing the authenticity of the moment of the photo that you've taken. After completing your editing, take some time to reflect on the process. Ask yourself if the final image aligns with your initial vision and feelings during the shoot. And this can really help with maintaining a mindful approach throughout all of your photographic practice, not just um, in editing. So let's look a little bit closer at mindfulness in Adobe Lightroom. 
Adobe Lightroom is a really powerful photo editing and management software, and it's used by photographers all over the world, from beginners to professionals. I use it, and a lot of the photographers that I know use it as well. Its primary function is to really help photographers in the post-production process, and that offers a comprehensive suite of tools for editing, organizing, storing, and actually sharing the photos as well. So some of its key features are it allows for non-destructive editing, really important to me. This means that you can make changes to a photo without altering the original file. That's so important if you want to experiment with different looks without the risk of losing your original image. Lightroom also has tons of organizational features. It has the ability to import, categorize, tag, and search for photos. You can use keywords, you can rate your photos, you can use little flags to sort and locate images easily within your library. I find this really, really helpful. I will go in after a shoot and I'll have maybe like 100 photos and I'll just pop through all of them and give them all a little rating. Okay, I like that one. I don't like that one. That one makes me feel weird. That one makes me feel really nice. I remember how I was feeling at that time. And you can just go in and put little flags on them or rate them from one to five. And then you can then filter on that at the end. And that helps you really whittle down your images. Lightroom also offers a range of editing tools and that can cater to both basic and advanced needs. So this includes adjustments for exposure, contrast, color balance, sharpness, noise reduction, loads more. It provides selective adjustment capabilities and it really allows you to apply edits to specific parts of an image. Lightroom comes with loads of presets and profiles. They're free. Um, you can also buy them online or you can create your own and it just enables you to quickly apply a specific look or a style to your photo. And you can also create and save your own custom presets. And that just means that you can, perhaps you have one aesthetic that you like, you can then apply that to all of your photos if you wanted to do that. Lightroom also enables batch processing and that allows you to apply edits to loads of photos at once. So if you did find that preset that you liked and you wanted to use it for say 10 images from one shoot, because it conveys that emotional feeling that you had on your shoot, you can then save loads of time um, and just apply that setting to all of those photos at once. Lightroom has a really good mobile app and I use the mobile app 99.9% .9 of the time. I don't really edit on my laptop. It, it allows me to edit and organize my photos wherever I am. Um, I can organize them on the sofa, which is where I usually do my editing and I can get cozy and have a cup of tea and get on with my editing on my phone. So it's brilliant. And then the cloud storage means that I can actually um, go on my laptop later on and have access to it on there as well if I wanted to. Lightroom really stands out for me. It's really user-friendly. It's accessible for beginners. I've never moved on from Lightroom. I used it when I started years ago with my photos and editing and I use probably not that many of the features in it, but it's so, so easy to use and so user-friendly that I've just never had to look for anything else. There are loads of other tools and, and features that you can use. I think it's just important to find what works for you. Find the tool that, that helps. But if you are just starting out in this practice and you do want to sort of dabble with a little bit of editing, check Lightroom out. It's really good. So when we're using software, we want to make sure that we're using it mindfully. And obviously, this is a mindful photography podcast. I'm talking about a mindful photography practice. So we want to make sure that we're using Lightroom's features mindfully. This involves a thoughtful, intentional approach to the editing process. And it 
means we have to make sure that each action enhances our narrative and emotional impact without overshadowing the original essence of our image. So exposure and contrast is a big one and color balance as well. Adjust these settings to reflect the mood you experienced when taking the photos and do it subtly. Be careful not to overexpose or underexpose to the point where it completely alters the scene's natural feel or the subject looks completely different to how you saw it and, and felt it at the time. And use color in the same way. You can actually use color to convey the atmosphere of that moment. So warm tones can evoke a sense of warmth, nostalgia, and cooler tones, like blues, they might reflect tranquility or actually sadness in your image. So you can use them to really bring out the emotion of the photo that you took. You can also use selective editing. So utilizing things like the graduated filter, the radial filter, or the adjustment brush. This just means you can do targeted adjustments. It means you can highlight a specific area. So for example, like a petal on a flower, you can highlight that one, one piece. You can edit that and perhaps blur the rest of the photo. And it's really nice. Uh, it, it allows you to highlight soften areas without affecting the whole image. You can crop to enhance the photo's composition, but do it in a way that maintains the integrity of the scene. So avoid excessive cropping that might remove important elements or alter the story that the image tells. Noise reduction and sharpening. I think if you're trying to be mindful in your um, editing process, apply them sparingly. Overdoing them can create a really unnatural look. It can really detract from the photo's original texture and detail, and it can just it can just mess up the image, um, and it, it can really distort it in a way that perhaps isn't how you saw it when you first took that photo. Black and white conversions, funnily enough, are interesting. If you're converting to black and white, consider the emotional impact. Black and white can often bring a really timeless, dramatic feel to images, but it can also really clean an image up and it should only be used when it genuinely adds to the photo's narrative. And I can actually provide an example of this. Recently, I took a photo in Copenhagen of two bikes parked symmetrically facing each other. When I took the photo, my attention was on that symmetry of two bikes and it was a really calming feeling to see that beautiful symmetry against a, bl a, a blank wall. But when I looked at the image later, it looked really messy to me. There was lots of road signs, really bright, um, like, road furniture, bushes, colors, and it made the scene look really noisy to me. And it's funny because when I looked at the image, it didn't make me feel how I felt when I took the image. So I played around with it in editing. And by making that image black and white, it took out all the noise. It took out all that excess color that I hadn't noticed when I took the image. And it helped me to focus back on the symmetry of just the bikes. It really took my um, attention onto the bikes instead of all the stuff around it. So while I don't usually use black and white edits, that edit took the photo back to its original intention and its original feeling and emotion. So play around with it. You might find that sometimes black and white can really, really help to take you right back to what you were actually seeing at the time. You can use the history panel to review your edits, reflect on each step and its necessity, ensuring like each action is purposeful and contributes meaningfully to the final image. And in the same way, you can regularly toggle between the before and after views to make sure your edit maintains that photo's original spirit. And I use this all the time. I go back and forth to what did this look like when I first loaded it into Lightroom? What does it look like now? And is it actually staying true to what I took a photo of? Is it enhancing it or is it taking it away? And if it's taking it away, then I can scale back some of those edits. Let's look now at some techniques for staying present and focused during the editing process. 
So staying present focused is really important for mindful and effective work. And I've got some techniques that will help you maintain concentration and mindfulness while editing your photos. These are techniques that I use and I hope that they'll be useful for you as well. So first of all, set clear intentions. Begin each editing session by setting a clear intention to remind yourself of what you wish to achieve with your edits, whether that's just to convey a certain emotion highlight particular aspects of the photo or maintain the authenticity of the moment that you captured. Work in a space that minimizes distraction. So what I mean by this is by minimizing distractions is turning off all your notifications on all your devices, all of them, working in a quiet room, use noise cancelling headphones with calming music. That's what I do. Make sure all of your distractions are away, you know, walk the dogs first, get all that out of the way so that nobody and and nothing is popping up and drawing you away from that um, mindful editing process. Using the Pomodoro technique is really handy. The Pomodoro technique involves working in focus bursts. So typically around 25 minutes and then you can take a short break of five minutes. You might not even be in editing for that long anyway, but if you are, try this. It can help maintain high levels of focus during editing and it really prevents burnout and especially eye strain if you're looking at screens. I like to practice mindful breathing when I'm editing as well as taking photos. So incorporate mindful breathing exercises into your editing routine. Take slow, deep breaths to help center your thoughts, maintain your focus. This can be especially helpful when you start feeling overwhelmed or distracted. Mindful reviewing is really helpful when editing. Periodically, try stepping back and review your work mindfully. Look at the edited photos. Ask yourself if the changes align with your initial intentions and if they enhance the photo's story and quality. Make sure you stay hydrated. Have healthy snacks as well. It helps maintain your energy levels and concentration throughout your session. And try to just focus on one task at a time. Avoid the urge to multitask. I know that's really hard. I have that problem myself, but it can split your attention and it can really reduce the quality of your editing. At the end of each editing session, you can mindfully take a few minutes to just reflect on what you've accomplished. Acknowledge the work that you've done and it is work and know any thoughts or ideas for your next session. If you do prefer working with background music, choose music that's calming and non-intrusive. Music without lyrics or with a steady, relaxing rhythm can really enhance focus and it can really reduce feelings of stress as well. I personally like listening to lo-fi beats, nice calm ones, not upbeat ones. I like listening to those. Um, also, uh, classical music works for me. And sometimes I just like to listen to nature sounds. So try all of those and see what works for you. So I'm really aware that there are lots of challenges that can get in the way in maintaining the original mindful intent during editing. And maintaining this can be challenging due to so many different factors. So first of all, there's a temptation to make too many adjustments or use heavy handed editing and over editing, which can lead to losing the natural essence of the image. And it's key to strike a balance between enhancing a photo and maintaining its original character. Tech distractions as well. The digital environment with its notifications, emails, messages, bings and pings, all other interruptions. They can distract from the focused, mindful state, which we really need for true creative editing. Creative doubt is a huge challenge for me and doubts about my creative vision or my skills can lead to me second guessing decisions during editing. And this results in edits that 
deviate from the original intent. So if you do have any creative doubt, that's okay. Just mindfully accept that it's there, acknowledge it and carry on. And don't try, try not to go down that creative doubt um, rabbit hole that it's trying to lead you down. Fatigue and burnout are a really big challenge. Extended periods of editing can lead to mental and visual fatigue as well. And it makes it really hard to stay true to the original vision of your photo. So when you're tired, there's a risk of making unnecessary or or misaligned edits. So try and take a break if you do feel any fatigue. Current trends or somebody else's opinions are a huge challenge. Current trends, social media influences, feedback from other people, they can sway us from our original intent. And that can lead to our edits conforming to external expectations rather than personal creative vision. Sometimes there's a gap between when the photo was taken and when it's edited. And this time lapse can make it challenging to remember the exact feelings or intentions that you had during your shoot. So if this does happen, try and feel how you're feeling now. Try and sense how you're feeling now and then bring that into your edit instead. So if you're really struggling to remember how it was when you took that photo, just go with how you're feeling now. Technical limitations are a huge challenge too. The limitations of editing software or like perceived lack of certain skills can really hinder your ability to accurately translate the original vision into the final edited image. Again, like with the um, creative doubt, Acknowledge it's there, let it be there, and then carry on anyway. Just don't follow it down that rabbit hole. Try not to let your inner critic win over when you're editing your photos. A disconnect can also develop between the emotional state or inspiration during the shoot and the more technical, analytical mindset that can be adopted during editing. That emotional disconnect is normal. It's going to happen. Just go with it. Try and keep mindful and just keep bringing yourself back to the present moment and also keep bringing yourself back to the emotion that you felt when you were in the shoot. I want to just add that for professional photographers, there can be a real added pressure to deliver here. So client expectations or deadlines can really pressure people into making edits that prioritize client demands over your original artistic intent. So just be aware that that can happen for professional photographers. And if that is an issue for you, then try and do some other edits that really allow your own creativity to come through. Finally, the final challenge is analysis paralysis. With so many tools and options that are available in editing software, it can be really easy to get overwhelmed and that can lead to indecision or erratic edits that stray from your original or initial intent. Overcoming these challenges, it requires mindfulness. It requires a clear understanding of your artistic goals and a disciplined approach to the editing process. It often involves setting a clear intention before beginning and taking regular breaks just to maintain perspective, to really bring yourself back to the moment, into your body and into your mind, and continuously checking that each edit aligns with the original vision and the purpose of your photo. Let's look at the psychological benefits of mindful editing. And there's a few. Mindful editing in photography, like loads of other activities that involve mindfulness, can have a positive impact on our mental well-being and our creativity. Firstly, engaging in mindful activities and mindful editing can be a calming and meditative process, and it helps to reduce stress and anxiety levels. And the focused attention and the repetitive nature of some editing tasks can actually induce a state similar to meditation, which we know is known for its stress-reducing benefits. 
Mindful editing also encourages deep concentration. That This in itself can improve overall attention span and focus. So a focus state, which is often referred to as flow, is not only beneficial for the editing task at hand, but can also enhance cognitive abilities in other areas of your life. So think in work, in family life, at home, it can really help with that. By encouraging a state of presence and awareness, mindful editing can open up new avenues for creative thought. It allows photographers to see their work from different perspectives, potentially leading to more creative editing choices. So this can really boost our creativity and our creative side. Editing photos can be a form of emotional processing and expression. So mindfully engaging with images allows us to explore and express complex emotions, which can be really therapeutic to us. And completing an editing session with a mindful approach can also lead to a greater sense of satisfaction and accomplishment. And this positive reinforcement can contribute to our overall mental and physical well-being as well. Mindful editing really teaches patience and persistence, especially when we're working on challenging aspects of a photo. And these skills are beneficial not only in photography, but in everyday life as well. Studies specifically on mindful editing are limited, as you can probably imagine, but the benefits of mindfulness itself are well documented in loads of different studies. And you can find these on Google Scholar or anywhere online, really. Research on mindfulness has shown improvements in mental health, stress reduction and cognitive functions, which can be extrapolated to activities like mindful editing. Also, the therapeutic benefits of art and creativity in general are well established in psychological research. So activities that involve creativity and focus, such as photography and the associated process like editing, are often found to have positive impacts on mental health and well-being. Finally, before we wrap up today's episode, I'd like to share five tips for cultivating a regular practice of mindfulness in photography editing. This involves creating habits and routines that encourage a focused, present and intentional approach to your work. Here are my five top tips to help you establish and maintain a mindful editing practice. Number one, create a dedicated editing space. So set up a space specifically for your editing work and this space should be comfortable, free from distractions. I usually do it in my office, on my sofa, on my phone. I have a blanket, I have a cup of tea, my noise cancelling headphones on. Having a dedicated area can really help signal to your brain that it's time to focus and be present. And that really aids in the transition into a mindful state. Number two, begin each session with a mindfulness exercise. Start your editing sessions with a short mindfulness exercise. So it could be a few minutes of deep breathing, a brief meditation, or even just sitting quietly, setting your intentions for the editing time ahead. This practice, it helps clear your mind and it prepares you for a really focused editing session. Three, establishing a routine. Consistency is key in cultivating any practice that you do. So try to set regular times for your editing work. This routine can really help form a habit and it makes it easier to enter a mindful state as it becomes a natural part of your daily or weekly or monthly schedule. My editing is usually done straight after a walk. So I'll come home from my walk where I've done my mindful photography practice, get changed, cup of tea, and I'm straight into editing. Number four, edit with intention. Approach each photo with a clear intention. Ask yourself, what do I want to convey or enhance in this image? And this intention should guide your editing decisions and it just makes sure that each action or edit is purposeful and it's aligned with your artistic or creative vision. 
And finally, number five, take mindful breaks. This is so important. Incorporate short mindful breaks into your editing session. Step away from your computer, put your phone down, practice some stretches, take a walk, engage in any other form of mindful practice. And that includes just making a cup of tea. So these breaks can prevent mental fatigue. They help maintain a high level of attention and presence throughout your editing process. So by following these tips, you're not only enhancing the quality of your edits, you can also make the process more enjoyable, fulfilling, benefiting both your art and of course, your own well-being. Thank you so much for tuning into Capturing Calm again this week. I'm Ellie and I look forward to sharing this journey of mindfulness and photography with you every week that we do it. You can follow me online. You can find me on Instagram at capturing.com. You can also find me on my Substack, capturingcalm.substack.com. If you're in Instagram, you can use the hashtag capturingcalm and we can share our photos in there. I've started um, tagging all my photos with capturingcalm and I'm seeing other people do it too. So come and join us over on Instagram, pop your hashtag on there and I'll be able to see all the photos that you share. I've also set up a Facebook group called Capturing Calm Mindful Photography. So you can come over on Facebook as well. It's a private group. Nobody else can see what you're doing in there. And we share photos and we talk about mindful photography practice. Until next time, keep capturing moments and let each photograph be a mindful discovery.